0: Good morning, afternoon or evening, depending on what time you're listening to us. I'm Ananya.
1: And I'm Sanjeet. And welcome to the fifth episode of Obstacles to Progression. Today, we will continue and conclude a conversation with Mrs. Sunita Gupta about the economic impacts of patriarchy.
0: We will talk more about the requirement of gender equality in paid work as well as the undervaluing of women's labour.
1: Hope you enjoy our episode. A Patriarchal Problem, Part
0: 2. So let's get started. My first question for today is about the manifestation of patriarchy. And by that I mean, which facets of female lifestyle does it control or contribute to? Uh, Typically,
2: patriarchy is defined uh, as a social system in hmm. which men have control over, let us say, two, uh, three, four things. First, women's productivity and labor power. Okay. So patriarchy is a system, is a social system in which men have control over women's productivity and labor power. Uh, Men have control over women's reproductivity or uh, fertility and men have control over women's sexuality. Okay, I'm going to just uh, confine myself to these three. Okay.
1: So ma'am, you talked about the three aspects that a man controls in a patriarchal society. So does the nature of patriarchy change due to economic development? And if yes, how? And could you give us a few examples for it?
2: And let us take the example of green revolution, for instance. Women were, you know, invented agriculture. They have been primarily agriculturists and so on. But when agriculture, when it moves from being subsistence oriented to market oriented. Let us take the example of green revolution, for instance. When it got mechanized, women got uh, edged out. Okay, because there were new machines to be operated, new training to be done on HIV seeds. Now, that training and uh, for all this was given to the men and not to the women. Okay, you see the educational gaps also, wage gaps, uh, uh, Ananya is talking about, but you see the educational gaps also are there. Uh, So, when agriculture got mechanized, Uh, women lose out because men take over. Whenever there is commercialization of agriculture, women lose out. Uh, Let us look at other fields. When uh, mining, when uh, mining gets mechanized, uh, Mm. women who are employed as miners are thrown out, and men are employed in mechanized mining. Manual mining, women, mechanized mining, men. Okay, now after mechanization, less arduous work, less hard work. Now, why don't you let uh, women are weaker? You are saying then give women the job, but women are thrown out. Okay, not not only in the factories, but uh, uh, let us take uh, uh, in communities where you know mill where rice hand pounding of rice used to happen, uh, which was women's job, but when electrically operated flour mills uh, came up. Women lost jobs and men took over Mm -hmm. when fishing, fishing when fishing uh, was for subsistence purpose. But when you know, very when it got, you know, trawlers came in and fishing became export oriented. Then women are edged out and men take over. Now, do you know that pandemic happened? What happened after pandemic? You know that there has been loss of jobs across the world due to pandemic? because economy suffered who pays the price for it women are the first ones to be fired mm. loss of jobs okay you see how patriarchy is operating on multiple levels because her
0: she is like a reserve army at this point we would like to interrupt and shine some light on what job loss for women means to the economy we wanted to understand if there was an impact on GDP, etc. What we found was an article by the Observation Research Foundation from 2019 that said the following.
1: Women dropping off from the labour force are a poor indicator of countries' progress regardless of the GDP. According to Niti Ayog, in 2019, 23.7% women are in the workforce, which is a drop from 26.7% in 2015-16. Niti Ayog's research continued that greater participation of women in the labour force will result in a 1.4% rise in India's GDP.
0: India ranked 108th out of 149 in the World Economic Forum Gender Equality Report, which is measured against four pillars – economic opportunity, political empowerment, educational attainment, health and survival. In this sub-index, the gender gap has widened this year.
1: However, some good news is that India has improved wage equality for similar work indicators and it has finally closed its high school enrollment gap.
0: So now ma'am, getting back to you, um, women lost out on job opportunities or equal wage opportunities and we can see that. But now what effect does patriarchy have on the overall economy? You understand what
2: the work of a housewife is. Uh, Cooking and cleaning and childcare and uh, feeding and all these things. Now this domestic work is highly underrated. It is devalued. Hmm? But because of the women's movement, you know, since the 70s, there have been uh, debates about the domestic labor. You know, and uh, since you are students of economics, I think it should interest you, too, that uh, you see now a worker. Let us take an example of a factory worker and, uh, and the woman as a housewife. Okay, let us just take a classic example. The factory worker works from whatever, nine to five. He comes home to be able to go back to work the next day. What is needed? He needs to be fed, clothed, bathed, all that right? Hmm? Mm. Now this is called as a reproduction of labor, okay? And uh, who does it? The women do it uh, and uh, that work is neither recognized nor paid. Now for a moment, I want you to imagine if all this was had to be paid for by the employer. Okay, Uh, the food he eats, the bathing, the lodging, all the uh, thing, you know, the laundry, the sex services also. You know, if all this was to be paid by the employer. What will happen to his profits? Profits will fall. yeah. Yeah. So you see that domestic work is extremely important for reproducing labor power, but it is just not recognized as work. But it also bolsters the uh, economy. otherwise the employer or the state will have to pay for it, and then your profits will be the profit margin will be reduced. Similarly, if we are not just talking about domestic labor, but also the subsistence work, you know? And here yeah. I want you to think about an agrarian uh, setup, you know, fetching fuel, fodder, water looking after cattle, post-harvest processing, poultry, all the work that women do apart from uh, working on the farm, is this recognized as work? No, it is not recognized as work. Do you know that? In fact, let me tell you that uh, even the census of India for a long time uh, did not regard this as work at all. Until, you know, in 1991 census, you know, because of feminist economists, you know, because of the pressures and lobbying that they did and so In 1991 census, they asked women whether, you know, they also do work for uh, farm units, family units, family enterprise and so on. So the point I'm making is that this women's productivity and women's labor power benefits the economy.
1: Hmm, That makes a lot of sense, ma'am. And I could think of a follow up question to that how do women contribute towards economic development and does patriarchy hold them back? When you talk
2: of development, uh, it, it's a term which has a very positive connotation. You know, it mm. may have, uh, as economists, it may have uh, a very positive connotation, but as sociologists, we are very skeptical. Hmm? Mm. And um, if, we, if we are talking about uh, women and development, it's all the more problematic. Okay. Uh, what we call as development has actually led to further marginalization and pauperization of women. But let me, you know, before I talk about development, let me talk about feminization of work. It really means that, and it's a good thing in one sense, because more women are joining labor force. Okay, especially after globalization, and I spoke about um, export processing zones, about sweatshops where uh, cheap women's labor is welcome. You know, women being docile, they will not unionize, so they are an asset to them. So, in that sense, you know, women are getting employment. But please remember, feminization of work or feminization of work does not necessarily augur well for women. Because this is work under extremely poor working conditions, extreme. Uh, it is no um, uh, uh, protection, no legal protection, uh, uh, no benefits. It is like slave labor. You have to read up about sweatshops and you will know what I'm talking about. Uh, Look how globalization uh, benefits, you know, uh, what what is globalization? Capital flows to where labor is cheap. And which is the labor? Which labor is employed for, you know, in sweatshops? It is women. Okay. Uh, Even in a globalized, even in a globalized scenario, look at, uh, look at home-based work she's just doing because she has a little bit time, you know, so she's doing it. Mm -hmm. So home-based work, but home-based work say, look at the advantages the entrepreneur uh, has because of home-based work. He doesn't have to provide any good working conditions. He doesn't have to, uh, no space required, light. Here again, you see the relationship between uh, capitalism or globalization and patriarchy. You know, patriarchy makes women docile, submissive uh, and so on. And this is used because women are a good uh, uh, hand because they will not unionize. They will not raise their voice. They will not ask questions. And so this labor is used, whether it is in Philippines, Bangladesh, wherever these sweatshops are there. So please do not forget that a patriarchy is also linked to the processes of globalization and global capital.
0: That's very interesting, ma'am. Now, I think the final question for today is in regards to representation of women in the workforce. What does it look like? And if there is good representation, then can we see ourselves moving towards a more equal society? There are two things. How many women are there?
2: One, way. you know, like even in politics, how many women are there in politics? OK, mm. uh, so that is one important thing, because the more the number of women, whether in media, whether in politics, better for women. But mm. let me warn you, just having women is not enough. OK, these women just being in politics or being in media doesn't make the media more women centric or women friendly. Mm. If, they, uh, if these women also have the same patriarchal mindset, what use is it? OK, mm-hmm. so it has to be these women. You have seen some of the uh, statements made by uh, the National Commission for Women. They are mm-hmm. extremely misogynist. Okay, So just having women in politics or in media is not enough. They should also, in which way are they presented? You know, like say in the media, women are typically, you know, objectified. I had one uh, instance where one student came and told me, but I'll try and limit myself, Uh, look at how the films uh, also in one sense encourage sexual harassment. You know, all the songs, uh, "Teri na na mein ka maza hai, something, something. Huh? Uh, so, uh, you know, I had one boy who was accused of sexual harassment and I was counselling him. He said, madam, but uh, film me to hum ye sab dekhte hai na, to humko laga ke picheh peicheh to ek din to wo maani jayegi. Mainai ka, jail ki hawa khau bachchu.
1: <laughs> so we can see how a patriarchal society can be problematic and dysfunctional. We need to work towards ending the system by strengthening our knowledge about it.
0: An equal society will be a healthier society. Gender stereotyping and discriminating is limiting to us as citizens, whether it's men or women, as well as limiting to the country.
1: Challenge gender roles. Question the systems. And always remember that this isn't women against men, but all of us against patriarchy. So, this was a patriarchal problem on obstacles to progression, our final episode for this series.
0: It's been great having you as our audience for these past 5 episodes and if you've made it to this final episode, we're really grateful.
1: We also hope that you've taken the time to think about these sociological issues, to analyze and scrutinize them.
0: There are more to economic problems than meets the eye and this series covered only a small piece of the pie. Continue looking for more slices because we are the society that causes or perpetuates these issues. But that means we can fix them. Thank you for listening. Signing off for the final time. Ananya. Sanjeet Kalyani. Mukta.